Thanks for tuning in to Accented. This episode is not scripted, and it's for English learners who want to listen to real conversations. Each week, I interview a new guest who has a distinct English accent. On today's episode, you'll hear from Kirk, who has a Taiwanese accent, and he is the COO from First Story. Hi everyone, welcome to Accented. It's been a pretty crazy week as Sydney, where I currently live in Australia, has finally come out of lockdown. So we've been out of lockdown for about five days and what's crazy is it's been 102 days in lockdown in our houses. So now we can invite people over. I guess we thought we had missed it. Australia was going to avoid this. Uh, Poor Melbourne uh, had it first. They've had, I think, over 250 days in lockdown during this whole pandemic. But unfortunately, Sydney was to succumb to COVID-19. So on today's episode, I am speaking with Kirk, who is the COO of First Story, which is a podcast platform new to the English world, but not so much to Southeast Asia. And they have just launched outside of Southeast Asia, and they are after English podcasts to feature on their site. So let's break down some of the terminology you're going to hear in the interview. So Kirk is the COO. Now, a COO, this is an acronym, and it stands for Chief Operating Officer. Now, the Chief Operating Officer, he does a lot of the day-to-day administrative and operational functions or tasks of the business. And usually the COO is the second in charge. The person in charge is the CEO, which is the chief executive officer. And they are usually the first person in charge. And then under that is the COO. During the interview, Kirk mentions that his site has had good traction. Now, traction can have many different meanings. In this context, traction, we are looking at, as in, say, with my podcast, if I'm getting good traction, that means that I'm getting people to, well, lots of people are downloading episodes of my podcast. So, say, if each day I'm getting more and more and more people to download my podcast, that means I'm getting good traction. Another phrase that Kirk used was, he said that instinct tells us. Now, your instinct is a feeling that you get. So if your instinct tells you to do something, you're not basing it on knowledge, you're not basing it on data. So he was saying instinct tells us Now, his instinct may be based a little bit on feelings from other people or sort of looking at the data, but not really calculating it. I guess a good way to say I'm talking to a whole room, I'm doing some public speaking and I could see that everybody was sort of falling asleep. My instinct would tell me that 
my speech is quite boring and I need to do something to wake everybody up. Before we get into the interview, I'll just mention a phrase that I said to Kirk. I said, so the grass is always greener. So that means I'm here at home and I'm talking about everybody else on the other side of town and how everything's better over there. They have better parks. They have nicer shops. They have better beaches. I could be saying all these things. And it's just a saying that we're never really happy with what we've got and everything is always better somewhere else. So you use the term, the grass is always greener. So it's a usually when people are being negative about their own environment and they think that it's going to be better somewhere else. All right, everyone, here is the interview with Kirk. On today's episode of Accented, I am speaking with Kirk and he is the COO of a podcasting server called First Story. Welcome to the show. Yeah, yeah. Hi, everyone. I'm Kirk of First Story and I come from Taiwan. Yes, of course. I should mention that. And yeah. so you're the COO. What is a COO? Um, CEO is kind of internal operating, you know, I need to take care of our employee and take care of the salary and uh, anything about internal business is my job. Yeah. Great. And you're not new to podcasting because you just told me before that you've recorded about a hundred episodes. However, this is the first time you're doing it in English. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's my first time doing English, and uh, we probably start in uh, 2019 when we start to record our first podcast. Yeah, and we talk about uh, friendship, business, work, and a lot of you know not important thing we are, we were talking talking about in our podcast. I've heard that first story is the top podcast service in Taiwan. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for now, yeah. That's fantastic. So how many podcast hosts do you have on your server? Um, probably close to 8,000, I guess. Yeah, and yeah, our story is about uh, we, we company start in like 2018. Yeah, and we first we are building a dating app, and just like Tinder, yeah, except using voice, we uh, instead of using photo, we are using voice, and user will usually record a short audio clip introducing themselves and upload it and start to match the match with others, yeah. But the product in, initially get a good traction when we wrote some article on Taiwanese mainstream social platforms similar to Reddit in America. Yeah. And but but we went very quickly and we traveled to uh, America to application for the Y Combinator in winter 2018. Yeah. And we we has uh, we we gain a lot of insight when we are in America and we start to hear about podcasts. So in 2019 spring, we it was our first time to hear about podcasts and we start to uh, do our podcast our own. Yeah, and there, uh, there are just a few Chinese shows in 2019. 
So our but our in, instinct tells us there will be a, a very good growth market in East Asia. So we started a podcast our own, and the topic was very random. Uh, and we use Anchor. So we found that platform and podcast logic will be very difficult to understand for Chinese users. So for example, the world, the world uh, has. They will have a hard time to, you know, grasping concept related to ISV and our dating. Yeah. So we thought uh, this will be our chance to build a better hosting site for East Asian user, and that was how Firstly was born. You know, in a typical entrepreneur fashion, you took a risk. It didn't work. You learned from it, and then you created something that is the number one. In your country, which is just fantastic. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You can say we were very like to grow bigger than just uh, focus on Chinese market because uh, English is the mainstream in 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 the in the world right now. <laughs> so uh, our goal. Our goal in this year and next year will be the English market. <laughs> so, so the reason I I recently hired a English tutor to improve my speaking, <laughs> my my speaking skill. Yeah. Well, you're doing a great job, as my listeners know. This is not scripted. We're just having a conversation here, and uh, no, I think you're doing really well. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> it's so difficult. Yeah, thank you. So, how many English users do you have so far on your network? Um,、uh, maybe like um fifty, fifty or sixty. Okay, so it's growing. Yeah. Oh, by the way, what is like growing up in Australia? Yeah, because I I never been to Australia, and I always want to. Go uh go up Australia to travel, and I I guess growing out in Australia might be happier than in Asia, <laughs> and more <laughs> exciting. I I don't know I don't know. Yeah, we we like to say in English the grass is always greener. Have you ever heard that term? The grass. Oh, um, ah,、uh, I get, I guess, I guess, <laughs> I guess, I I can guess what what that meaning. Yeah, what do you think it means? Uh, is. If it's not a country,、uh, they'll always always be good. Yes, it's it's basically <laughs> when you say the grass is always greener, whatever you don't have is always、yeah. better somewhere else. So、yeah. we say that we're like, look, okay, the grass is always greener because I'm sure in Australia, there's lots、yeah. of people going, oh wow, I would love to go and live in Asia. I bet you it's cooler than here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You you have、uh, you know very、uh, a lot of unique animal, and you have a very very、uh, many lands to you know travel. So and com- compared to Asia, Asia are we always have lots of tests when we are a student, and we we need to go to cram school like learning English, and and I I think that.、Uh, The English learning in Asia is like we are not to taught to use this language, but rather are taught to pass the test or score score higher point in the exam. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I I I just wonder. I just I just wonder. Well, it's interesting you say that because I wonder when you're learning, 
Yeah. What are you thinking when you're learning? Is it you're learning because you want to learn or is it more just because you're going to pass the test? Uh, when I was student, I just want to pass the test. <laughs> but we, uh, like right, right now, I want to learn English because I want to use them. So I think it's very big difference to uh, in learning English when I was student and, and now. Yeah, and that's interesting you say that because now you have a passion and a desire for it, yet before you, I guess you didn't know what you were going to use it for. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But when we were, when we were student, I, it's, very, uh, it's very boring because, because, because honestly, our, our English teacher might not have a very good English speaking skill, but they can they can write and they can pass the exam and they can they, they just tell tell us to you you know you you should pass the exam and you should you should score higher higher in the in the exam. So I I feel like it's the it's the missing missing point in in Asia student in learning English learn, learning English. Yeah, and I think as a teacher, that's where I can struggle teaching when I have a passionate student who hmm. wants to learn English and then I have a yeah. student who just wants to pass the test and it's hard <laughs> for me to get yeah. them interested and to get them to be oh passionate God. about something. So as a teacher, I need to be more yeah. inventive and try and yeah. tap into their passion and desire to yeah. want to learn English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's full of joy because you can you improve every day. What do you think our typical day is? Uh, the weather is very good, <laughs> <laughs> and your coffee is very good. Oh, how do you know yeah. about our coffee? That's interesting. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, in Taiwan, we in coffee shop we have the item called um. Morbon coffee or magic coffee. Yeah, and, and many shops have, have those items. So so I, I think uh, the coffee culture in Australia is very popular and is very good. <laughs> yes, there is yeah. a coffee that I know that yeah. is available worldwide and supposedly it originated in Australia and it's called a flat white. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love Black white. <laughs> when yeah. I go to Starbucks, I, I always order black black white. <laughs> yeah, that's that's an Australian thing, which is so that's interesting you said about the coffee. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and and the typical day, um, yeah, I, I say uh, well it's good, coffee is good. Um people people is very chill. Uh, are they? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> people is very chill. And you have the very uh, outdoor activity, a lot of outdoor activity. You can uh, go play on, in a weekend. So I think it's more life and work balance in Australia. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> it's not bad. Work-life balance is not bad. I, I say we're, we're very lucky in this country. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> I think we are. Uh Yes, we are supposed to be quite chilled. 
It's quite funny though. My husband says to me, he's like, you're not a typical Aussie. You're not as chilled. <laughs> Some <Yeah>. people. <laughs> Yeah, I, I so admire your 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 vibe. You know, your 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 vibe just just very chill and just very relaxing. Yeah, so yeah, I, I love it. I love it. We do, and we have the beach lifestyle, which um is typical Australian. Yeah, but yeah. I can tell you what I would think of Taiwan when I think okay, of okay. Taiwanese people. Very polite. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the I think of earthquakes. Yeah, many earthquake, many、uh, mountains, like a yeah, mountainous have, region. Yeah, we have good mountain. We have good mountain. And I just think of island culture. Island, not completely, yeah, but not completely、yeah. tropical. But yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have good beaches? Yeah, yeah.、Uh, many foreigner come to our Taiwan,、uh, come come to come to like we Kanding is in south south part in Taiwan, and we have very good waves. So many service come to Taiwan to surf. I did not know that. That's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Taiwanese is very kind to foreigner because we we all love foreigner. I I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> Thank you so much, Kirk, for coming on the show and even to take a risk and go out there and speak in your second language and explain <laughs> your whole business、oh. idea. I think、um, it's brilliant.、Yeah. You really. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, <laughs> I urge English speakers who want to start a podcast go and check it out and see if you. Come up with the cool series. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, thank you. You invite me. <laughs> no, thank you. And I'll put links to first story on here. Oh, okay, okay. Wow. Excellent. Well, thank、Excuse、you, Kirk.、Me. You have a lovely、yeah. day, and、um, yeah, we'll hear from you soon. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. See you. Bye bye. When Kirk was talking about. Studying in Asia, in Taiwan in particular, but this relates to a lot of countries in Asia. He mentioned the term cram school. Now, cram comes from the slang word cramming, and if you're cramming for a test, that means that you are trying to put as much information and knowledge into your head as possible. And you generally do it a couple of hours before the test, even the day before, and you're just trying to stuff as much information in your head as possible so that you can do really well on the exam that you're about to take. So a cram school is basically a school that is preparing you for these exams, and you are doing hours and hours and hours of this schooling. So. Usually, in、uh, a lot of Asian countries, students, high school students, will go to their normal high school, and then straight after that, they go to cram schools where they study till very late in the evening. It's not so common in Australia to have cram schools.、Um, I don't really know of any here in Sydney. Maybe I could be wrong. Maybe you can reach out to me and let me know if there are any cram schools here.
During the interview, I did mention that a flat white coffee is an Australian invention. And after I did some research, I could be wrong. So please let me know if I'm incorrect, as it looks like it may be a New Zealand invention. And that's very common for Australia and New Zealand to claim uh, that different things are Australian, like the famous pavlova cake. Uh, Both New Zealand and Australia claim that cake. Lamingtons are another cool dessert that New Zealanders and Australians eat. Thanks for listening to another episode of Accented. I'm your host, Kimberly Law. Accented is released on the 15th and 30th of each month. If you'd like to find out more about me, please head to kimslawofenglish.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts, so don't forget to leave a review of the podcast or even a star rating. Speak to you soon.